The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Uh, so we need an update on the valedictorian, first of all. How's that going? Well, we're still waiting for a, a final response from the school district. I understand that, uh, and we're talking about Sam Blackledge, of course, that the school district is going to be meeting this week. So who knows? <laughs> so, so weird. So weird. Such an odd case. I, I can't believe how many of these people, first of all, Jeremy, wouldn't say, you know what, hold on here a second, guys. Let's make sure we're, I mean, doing the right thing. Not even just constitutionally, but are we doing the right thing here, you know? Yeah, no, I, I would think this would just be a no-brainer. You know, I was reminded just uh, the other day by someone that, that on Facebook, that, you know that Chris Pratt video that's going around for yeah. the TV awards or whatever it was? Imagine if Chris Pratt were a high school valedictorian oh. at that school. He wouldn't be able to give that very speech. And think about how many accolades he received and um, how many attaboys for the comments he made on that uh, wow. on that stage. I, I'm, I'm happy he did, but mm-hmm. uh, good thing he wasn't in high school. Yeah, well, that, yeah, you're right. And a lot of young people support yeah. it. And by the way, I, I, I love that too. I'm glad you brought that up, Jeremy. We've talked about that video on the air. It is all just goodness. It's not... You know, there is this perception by some atheists and others that if you're religious, you're out there poking people in the eye. And most people that are Christians, that, that's not their intent. It's not what no. they do. And if you listen to Chris Pratt's speech, it's all just good. It's not troubling. It's and not funny. triggering. It's good. And it's a reflection of who he is. And so let me be clear, because I'm kind of joking around about the fact that if he was in high school, he couldn't give that speech. The law actually would allow him to give that speech. The problem <laughs> is, is that we've got a lot of administrators and school officials around the country that feel it their duty to sit on the censor button to make sure that nobody in the country hears the word God come out of any high school student's mouth during a, a school assembly or, or student speech. That's a problem. All right, so we'll have an update uh, hopefully in a week or so. And um, now there's another orthodox, uh, orthodox Jewish community that's been attacked by a special interest group. Man, it's hard to keep all these things straight. I think we talked last week about the Airmont, New York yeah. situation, where uh, you've got an entire town that's trying to make sure that the, uh, they're zoning out uh, various uh, uh, uses of the home for, for prayer meetings and that sort of thing. It's incredible. We keep on working on that. We've got a case out in California, of course, we call it the chicken case. We've talked about that before, too. This Chabad of Irvine, where they're, they're trying to practice a, a, a several millennia old tradition that survived, you know, the Babylonians and others, but is not good enough for animal rights activists, apparently. Yeah, and the same thing is happening out yeah. in uh, New York City as well. I mean, and we're working up in New York City on behalf of uh, various uh, Orthodox Jewish groups in the city up there to make sure that they have the right. To continue that, there they want the, the New York uh, City Police Department to uh, to crack down on uh, Orthodox Jewish worshippers trying to engage in the peaceful exercise of their religion. Yeah, what what is with the chickens? This explain what's going on. I'm a little lost on that. Yeah, d- during Yom Kippur, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, the Orthodox Jewish community uh, has this uh, r- ritual that they do uh, or a ceremony in which they. They contemplate the atonement of their sins, and they use a chicken to do so. So they, they take a chicken, they, uh, they say a prayer as they, they wave the chicken around their heads, uh, and they contemplate their own atonement, that my sin is being cast upon this kind of chicken, if it weren't for me, you know, that kind of thing. And then they slaughter the chicken, kosher style, of course, and, uh, and they typically give the, the meat of the chicken to the poor or, or what have you. Uh, and, and this has been, I mean, going on for, for thousands and thousands of years, but uh, you know, animal rights groups don't really like that, uh, I guess. And so uh, last Yom Kippur, this, this shocked me. Last Yom Kippur, 
uh, animal rights groups in Los Angeles filed a lawsuit against the city of Los Angeles and the police department there. And they said that they they needed to enforce the law of animal cruelty against these peaceful worshipers. Now, of course, this is perfectly acceptable uh, within the uh, the law. However, they disagreed, and they said, look, if you don't enforce the law, talking to the police department, if you don't enforce the law like we think you should, we claim the right to engage in citizens' arrests of these worshipers. <laughs> and then they even tried to do it. But this is where we've gotten to as a country, where, where not only do you have to, or can you disagree with someone with a religious beliefs or a practice that you find uh, uh, different, now they're going to actually try to put you in jail? I mean, what happened to the free exercise of religion? <laughs> I'm just laughing because even if you're worried about the chicken, maybe you tar- target the colonel first. Thank maybe you. It, I'm just like Chick Fil A. You know, you already hate Chick Fil A. Go, go a little okay. bit bigger on the Chick Fil A. Wow, Jerry, that's just nutty. Hey, uh, so you're in uh, D.C. right now. You're at the Supreme Court. Yes, sir. I'm in Washington D.C. today. Lots of big things happening at the Supreme Court today. What's uh, what are you waiting to, to come down or hear about? Well, we're waiting on at least uh, two opinions that we're paying attention to. One is called NIFLA versus Becerra, which is the National Institute for Life Advocates versus Becerra. This is a a California law that required pregnancy care centers, those people that uh, have a ministry to people or to women who uh, have an unexpected pregnancy, want them to keep the baby. The state of California has required them to post in their lobby, hey, we we don't perform abortions at this place, go over there. And so it's a compelled speech argument. Can the state of California force religious organizations like these pregnancy care centers to engage in speech that they have a moral objection to speaking? We're waiting for the Supreme Court to hand that decision down this morning. Interesting. Uh, there's, also the, there's also the case called Hawaii, Trump versus Hawaii, which is better known as the, the travel ban case. Mm. That's going to have potential religious liberty implications in that as well. And then later on today, we're going to make a couple filings of the Supreme Court of the United States as well, especially in a case that you guys probably know a lot about, uh, Coach Joe Kennedy, the, the yeah. coach in Bremerton, Washington, that yep. took a knee for 15 seconds after a game and was fired. Uh, the Ninth Circuit, also in the California area, California, Washington, Oregon uh, range there, uh, they said that it was perfectly permissible to, to fire this coach because he could be seen by the players and, 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 uh, and fans in the stands, and we know what you're doing. Uh, and so there was fine to fire him. We are going to the Supreme Court of the United States because y- you shouldn't be fired from your job for simply saying a 15 to 30 second silent prayer on the 50 yard line. Wow, there's that. That seems like a pretty simple case, but there's a lot of little nuances to it because um, there is the question of if he even admitted, yes, I was praying, whatever. But before you even get to that, uh, he could be doing anything when he kneeled. Mm-hmm. Silent reflection. He it should. could be anything. Yeah, and the scary thing about this case is, is, is how broad it could reach. Yeah. Because it, it, what the Ninth Circuit based their decision on is that he was engaged in some demonstrative religious activity and the public could see him. Well, how, what does this mean? Let, let's say the quarterback goes down with a torn ACL in the middle of the game, which so often terribly happens. If the coach says a silent prayer and makes a sign of the cross, as the, like praying that the kid doesn't ruin his you know, wow. life or his chances at a college scholarship or whatever else, is he going to be fired? What about the coach on the sideline wearing the crucifix or, or, or his yarmulke? Mm-hmm. Are those coaches uh, standing for a termination? Well, what about if we get off the football field for a second and go into the school? Because these are still school districts. What if the teacher is saying grace over her salad at lunchtime and the students happen to see her? 
you know, what, goodness sakes, what happens if a teacher says God bless you to a student who sneezes? Wow. I mean, that, that's demonstrative religious activity. Are these t- teachers all subject to determination? Well, and then, Under this so, decision, we think so. Was there argument that, okay, you knew, everyone knows what he was doing when he did that. That's what they, was part of the argument? Part of the argument was that, yes, because we know what you're doing, you're, you're, you're not looking for your contact or tying your shoe, or at least they think so, uh, when you're down on one knee taking a 15 to 30 seconds to have a silent prayer. But because you are a, an identified member of the staff, uh, and really this thing is so broad as to say that if you're, you're basically wearing you know, the, the, the branded T-shirt or the, the polo shirt that coaches often wear on the sidelines, and you're at the Cracker Barrel, and you say grace over your food, and some student happens to see you, maybe that's a bridge too far as well. Yeah, well, it, it, the, well, the range of that is just frightening. Well, and I could see the problem there if you're saying people know what this is. So you're saying if they don't know about my religion, then I'm cool. So if it's a more popular, well-known practice, then it's a problem. That seems... Right, uh, I, I mean, I, I guess we're, we're now engaged in the silent exercise of religion and not the free exercise wow. of religion. That's incredible. I saw a story over the weekend, um, a daycare center, I think in Manhattan, a little kid uh, goes to school. He's wearing a Star of David necklace and the school banned him from wearing the symbol. But they said it was a safety issue because it's sharp. The little pointy, the little six points are sharp. I, you know, look, I, I, in this business, I, I think I've seen everything and I, <laughs> but I see these cases as well. I would like the perfect confluence of helicopter parents and liberals that don't want to have religion on display in public, I guess. But there you know, is. This, this is where we're at. That if, if uh, the, the consistency problem is going to be raising its head here, too, right? If, uh, if the school district is going to say no stars of David around the neck, then you really can't have any jewelry around your neck at all. Yep. If it's a triangle wow. or, or whatever it is, it's a, a pendant on there. To single out a religious uh, item that is a, a part of the religious belief of, of a student uh, could get that school district in some hot water. Excellent. Thank you so much for the comments. Um, and w- so the Supreme Court, they wrap up on the 30th, right? Is that their last day? Traditionally, it's the last Monday in June. So, yeah, the, at the end of June, they could, they could in fact, call another session to uh, issue a couple of opinions and orders later this week. Okay. Uh, I think that everything I've read, everything points to today being today the, last be the last day. day. The okay. want, justices want to get out of town and go on their summer recess. Yeah, I think it's funny how often they'll, uh, they'll bolt from town and then it all comes down, right? They're like, <laughs> okay, we're getting out of Dodge before this one comes down. <laughs> all right, sir. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate you joining us, sir. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.